Welcome back to the 101st episode of the Monster Movie Stomp Down. Of course, you got your host, Sludge, here. Coast across from me is the Lorax. Hello. What's up? And the Master from Texas. You got Ruben. So we have made it through 100 episodes, and we have crossed that line, and we're now doing 101. And, man, we're doing a really cool movie, I think a fantastic movie, uh, from South Korea called The Host. Not to be confused with the horrible movie, The Host, <laughs> that came out in, like, 2011. What was that? When 11? 11, was 2011. It 11? The Stephanie, oh, no, based you. off the Stephanie Meyer, you know, the, the Twilight 2.0 movie, you know, as we call it. Yeah. Um, no, we're doing a great movie called The Host. Actually, we're having a double feature of The Host for you this month. We'll go ahead and let you know. So not only are we doing the Korean film, The Host, um, this episode, the next episode, as we promised, we are doing our first TV episode, and we are doing The Host episode of X-Files, because yes, Mark's yes. a massive X-Files fan, aren't you? Yes, I love it. So, And we've got some cool stuff to show you for that episode. So, But this one, no, man, we're, we're, we're excited about this one. How do you guys feel, man? We, we just got through our 100th episode, and I've seen a ton of awesome, and I've got messages, too, of just great outpouring from people uh, for the 100th episode. How do you guys feel it went? I think it went really, really good. I, I had fun. Yeah. It was definitely an enjoyable, enjoyable time. Yeah. One of them, that was one of the more fun episodes we've done. Yeah. I mean, we've done a lot of, we've done a, quite a few fun episodes that I would consider fun. Um, that one was a lot of fun. And, yeah. and the show came out great, by the way. You, you did an excellent job in the editing and with the, uh, with the add ons, you know, the best of art. At thank the, you. Thank at you. That was, yeah, that was very that difficult was because, like, going through a hundred episodes <laughs> and it's like, what's some of the best moments? And, Wanted to get, you know, moments of each of us, you know. So, like, I had to get Ruben dog and razor back, you know, because that's a continuous <laughs> yeah, joke. Yeah, that's right. Uh, you know, I had to have that in there. But, uh, you know, having the moments, you know, with uh, with our co-host brothers like Charlie and Nate and Pete and yeah. getting you in there. Of course, you got your Christmas video. You know, oh, of course. Yeah, you got to have that. Getting Stompy and, Slud, or Stompy and uh, Frank in there. Um, yeah. It was difficult. And, of course, you got to throw in August Ragone, you know, got to oh. do that. Yeah. Um, it did. It took me quite a while to find out what segments um, to put in there. So thanks, man. I, I appreciate yeah. that. It, it came out great. I was, uh, I, you know, you go to YouTube and then you can listen to it or you can watch it. So uh, I listened to it. Then I went and watched it to see how it came out. You know, because a lot of art, you know, we just started going with video. So there's not much. It's mostly all audio. But uh, I still had to, you know, it was good seeing Stompy get nailed. You know, lose the arm wrestling match. And, oh yeah, oh yeah, had to, you know, had to have that in there. So I, I actually had a segment of from from the crabs episode, but I didn't want to double play it because Pierce sent us that awesome clip promoting the show, and I oh, had right. to throw it yes. in. You know, and so I was like, oh, I didn't want to double play the crabs deal. So because um, it was difficult to do, but no, yeah, I think it turned out great. I've had a, there's been a lot of great feedback. Had a great time with Kurt, and actually, you know, before we jump into the episode. Um, you know, it is that time of the month for our segment hard copy. And, uh, Kurt got so excited about being on the episode mm -hmm. that, uh, he's like, Hey, I can help with hard copy. And he did. So this month, instead <laughs> of one of us, we just hand the range right over to Kurt. So here's Kurt and his uh, segment of hard copy. Now copy this. Hi, this is Kurt from Knoxville. And for this hard copy, I have. Attack of the Killer Tomatoes, the Special Collector's Edition. Um, this is a box set that comes with a collector's uh, Special Collector's Edition pamphlet here that is the chapter list with some behind-the-scene photos in it. Uh, there is the Attack of the Killer Tomatoes soundtrack featuring uh, main theme from Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. The Mind Maker song, Tomato Stomp, the classic Puberty Love, 
the love theme, and the end theme for Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Um, all of the music on this CD, or most of it, is is written by, uh, the music and the lyrics were written by John DeBello, who is the writer, producer, and director of the movie as well. Uh, in addition to the soundtrack and the pamphlet, it also comes with... A poster, a, a small one-sheet poster of Attack of the Killer Tomatoes with the, uh, the classic cartoon art of the uh, giant tomato with the big teeth, uh, with the vines and the woman wrapped up in the vines and the helicopter and the spaceship and a tidal wave and a shark and stuff. Um, so, you know, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes came out in 1978. Uh, a lot of people um, consider it the worst movie ever made. Um, I'm not sure I'd go that far. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Uh, if you haven't seen it, uh, it's worth checking out, it, at least just so you can say you've seen it. Um, as far as special features on the disc go, I'll read the back of the, the disc. It says, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes comes up with more laughs than Saturday Night Live does on the good night. Uh, that's by um, KTLA-TV Los Angeles. Uh, it says, UFOs, Bigfoot, Communists. The government has swiftly dealt with many a crisis, but can it survive the diabolical attack of the killer tomatoes? Just when you thought it was safe to go back into the supermarket, you're face-to-face -face with terror so bold, so frightening, it has never been seen on screen before or since. After a series of bizarre and increasingly horrific attacks, Mason Dixon finds himself leading a crack team of specialists to save the planet. But will they be quick enough to save everyone? To save you? You can't run. You can't swim. There's nowhere to hide. The vicious red menace is everywhere. Savor the flavor of Attack of the Killer Tomatoes on DVD if you dare. So the special features are an audio commentary from writer, director, producer John DeBello. Uh, writer, co-star Steve Peace, and creator uh, Costa Dillon. There are deleted scenes, six exclusive featurettes, the original 8mm Attack of the Killer Tomatoes movie with audio commentary. Uh, do they accept travelers' checks in Babasuland, the 8mm movie that inspired Attack of the Killer Tomatoes with audio commentary. Attack of the Killer Tomatoes trivia. Original theatrical trailer radio spots, and loads and loads of additional extras. Uh, this comes in at 188 minutes, is what it claims uh, on the back of the, of the box here. Um, so there you go. Uh, special edition of Attack of the Killer Tomatoes from 1978. And one more thing, the recently released novelization of Attack of the Killer Tomatoes by Jeff Strand from Encyclopocalypse Publications. This is available on Amazon um, and Encyclopocalypse Publications website. Um, Jeff Strand is a, a, a pretty popular horror novelist. Um, this it, it is not exact an exact interpretation of the movie, right? It's not, you know, like a word for word from the script or anything. Um, and in the back, there is uh, a photo gallery of behind the scenes photos like that, several pages of those. And then just a photo gallery of movie stills. Um, you can see like that. Um, this movie has, has two of um, what I think are the um, uh, classic off-color jokes of cinema. Uh, I'm not going to repeat them. Uh, and I was curious if they were in the book, and I was able to find one of them, but I didn't find the other. If you know, if you've seen the movie, you probably know what jokes I'm talking about. They both take place um, during a scene when there are, are government scientists and military leaders coming together. Um, so, uh, be aware. And, uh, I, like I said, one of them is, is in the book and I, I couldn't find the other one. I didn't see it. 
So there you go. That is my hard copy. Uh, thank you very much, and everybody have a great day. All right, and that was this month's episode, of, a segment of Hard Copy, and of course you saw Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. I, I have you guys seen that yeah. movie? Either of you, Ruben, have you seen it? Yeah, long, yeah. long yeah. time ago. It? Yeah. Oh, I man. mean, when, I mean, come on, it's one of those movies when you uh, when you think B movie, that's that's one that comes to mind. Oh yeah. I mean, oh man, know. absolutely! I have a blast. We may have to cross that bridge and do that movie at some point on this show. Yeah, I, I think so. It is yeah. so much fun. And uh, <laughs> Kurt, again, thank you. He's going to start uh, uh, submitting more hard copies as we rotate through those. And actually, we're going to put a call out to you, listeners. If you have a hard copy that you'd like to send to us so that we can check out and then premiere on the show as well, let us know. Reach out to us. We'll tell you how to get it to us, and uh, we'd love to see what's part of your collection for the hard copy segments. So, all right, let's jump into this. It is time for The Host. Uh, This is a a Korean monster film that came out in July 27th of 2006, directed by Bong Bong Joon-ho. He also did the movie Okja, which is a great monster film. Uh, He did Parasite. He's won multiple... Parasite was awesome. Uh, Won multiple Academy Awards. uh, Starred a great South Korean actor named Song Kang-ho. Um, he was in two of the Vengeance trilogies, like uh, Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance and Lady Vengeance, uh, that came out in South Korea. Fantastic movies. Super violent movies, but fantastic movies. He was in two of those movies. Actually, I think the two I named. He was in Thirst. He was in, also in Parasite by the same director. And, of course, he's the main act- actor in, in The Host. Um, the movie had a budget of $11 million. Box office brought in $90 million, So this thing was a major, major success. And uh, we'll tell you what it's all about right after you check out the trailer. All right, so this one has got some definite um, uh, political undertones in the background of this movie. So what happens is it starts out, you see uh, this uh, American uh, doctor um, in like a lab tells his assistant to pour all these bottles of formaldehyde into the sink. And he's like, we can't do that. It goes right into the Han River. And he's like, just do it anyways because they're dusty, which I have no idea what that has to do with the actual formaldehyde inside. <laughs> yeah. The bottles are dusty. We've got to pour it all out. So... Um, so he does, you know, he pours it all out, and it ends up getting into the Han River and mutates this animal, okay? We've actually had it on the Friday Night Fights, the Guamul. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing it right, um, which is an awesomely designed creature from the guys over at the Way to Workshop who did Lord of the Rings and stuff like that. Um, a great design creature, and it ends up coming ashore off the Han River uh, near a hangout spot where everybody's fishing and you got our main character, uh, uh, Gong Do and his family, um, his daughter, Hyun So, who just got there that day, uh, has got a, he's got a brother and a sister and his dad, they all run this food cart together and mm-hmm. he's kind of not all mentally there. Um, you, I mean, he would definitely be handicapped. You know, he's kind of almost got the mindset of a, I don't want to say like a, a toddler, but a def- definitely a child. You know I mean? He's got a very child, very innocent mindset, uh, but his daughter Hyun So had just got back from school, and when you know he's delivering some food to some people that are hanging out from you know the food cart, and this creature comes ashore and starts attacking everybody, starts eating people up, 
In the process, Hyun Soo gets taken by the creature, and they think she's she's been killed by it. And they come to find out that she ends up calling him on her his cell phone. She's actually stored up in this sewer where this thing has been taken and dropping food to store. Um, she's still alive. So it, the whole family decides they've got to obviously go save her. And uh, while this is going on, a virus has appeared that they believe is attached to this creature from this area. So the government comes in, does this whole, you know, bio lockdown. They're taking people in and, and testing them and, and uh, quarantining them. Well, they end up quarantining the family. They have to escape um, to try and go save Hyun So. Um, and it kind of just pursues from there at that point. Uh, several of them end up dying in the process. The grandfather ends up, well, one of them really, the, the grandfather ends up dying in the process. Um, and then they end up finally making it to um, Hyun So in the sewer and uh, do finally, you know, at this point, the government's bringing in a chemical from America called Agent Yellow to try and kill the creature and the virus if it's airborne. Um, doesn't successfully kill the creature, does hurt the creature, uh, but their family ends up killing it. They throw a bunch of Molotov cocktails at it. Um, that it misses, but then they pour gasoline all over it. And the daughter, who's actually a, a uh, archery expert, she actually win, wins the bronze medal um, early in the movie. Uh, gets a you know lights one of her arrows, shoots it right at it, catches it on fire. It starts chasing them down because it's not dying yet, and it starts running to the water to escape to put the flames out. And then in an awesome sequence, man, Hyung Soo or, or Gang Do, because um, Hyung Soo ends up dying comes from around the corner with this metal pole and just stands there toe-to-toe, and it runs right into the metal pole, right through the mouth, and he ends up killing it. Great sequence. Um, but then, you know, they do realize, Hyun Su, I mean, she has been killed by the creature, but in the process, she saves this little boy that was dropped down there, too. And the movie ends with uh, Hung Do. Um, he's adopted the little boy, and now they live together and run the food the, the food cart themselves. So, um Really good movie. Really, there's a lot of political message again because the movie was the, the intro sequence of this movie is based off something that actually happened uh, in South Korea or an incident that supposedly happened where a U.S. government facility was pouring formaldehyde into the local drainage system in South Korea. So it's it, it is based off of a true event. Um, now no creature was mutated, you know what I mean? But uh, that's where it it, it, st- it stemmed from. Um, uh, who's gone first? Mark, I think it's your turn to go first, right? On this one, uh, yeah. either way, dead yeah, matter. Go for dead it. matter. Yeah, um, let's let's see what you think. <clears throat> about this movie. Good movie. You know, at, at first, you know, I didn't have the. Uh, I was telling you, I didn't have the subtitles. I didn't think I that we had them on there. Um, and then come to find out that we did. So the first part of the movie, you know, I, I'm trying to, you know, it's all in Korean, and so I'm trying to figure out what's what, and you know, who's going on, and. And then I finally, you know, get the subtitles up and, and, uh, I pretty much knew where I was at once I got them up. And so, uh, the special effects, I mean, the monster is great. I think it's just fantastic. One of the better, um, foreign film monsters that, um, that you have, you know, that's out there that, that they just did an excellent, excellent job on it. Um, he looks pretty, he looks pretty real. Um, the plot of the movie's great. I think everything that's going on uh, didn't realize it was based on somewhat of a, a true story um, uh, with a formaldehyde, formaldehyde. So uh makes it even kind of even better now that I, that I understood it. And it was just to me, uh, I was in the movie from start to finish. I mean, it didn't bore me, didn't slow down, uh, n- nothing. It was, it with was an almost good. two hour runtime. Oh yeah. It was good yeah. all, the, all the way to the end. And, and, um, yeah. And just kept you right at it, and, and and kept you kept you watching it. So, um, thumbs up, great movie, great was this, movie. Was this your first time seeing the host? first time seeing it? First time seeing it, and and the actors are uh, are great in it. I mean, it's just just a good good movie to sit down and watch. I'll definitely be watching yeah, it again. I, those actors, I mean, and again, especially, and I'll talk about it in a minute when I when I go. We'll let Ruben go next. But the song uh, Kang Ho, uh, who plays Gondu, um, he man, he he's an elite actor. You know what I mean? Like I would put him on the ranks of like, you know, our actors like Morgan Freeman or Brad Pitt, like every actor in this movie was that, it was that level of a cast, I think for sure. Even the kid actor uh, did a really, really good job. Oh yeah. uh, Those scenes down in that little sewer, you know, were, were awesome. They just, they they did a great job at it. 
Oh, yeah. Ruben, what are your thoughts on this movie? Well, I liked it. I thought it was an original story. I thought the creature design was pretty good. Um, at first, when I first saw it, I'm like, ah, oh, it looks too CGI. It, there's too much. I mean, uh, what's the word? CGI. I can't even say it right. <laughs> yeah, too, too you could tell it was CGI. It had too computerish. But then it, it kind of, at first sight, it was that way. And then after, you know, you get into the movie. You realize what or what great of a design it is, and like I said, the story was pretty original. I thought, you know, I know it's based on a true story, but the way they did it, you know, it was pretty cool. But South Korean movies, that that's I've noticed. I've only seen a few, um, but the ones I've seen, um, you know, they do a pretty good job of taking an ordinary story and kind of expanding on it and making it better, you know, in some ways. And that's what they did with this one because. You know, yeah, you had the creature that you thought was eating everybody, but apparently they he ate some and was swallowing them and then regurgitating others yeah. into that little sewer, you know? So, um, and it, it kind of hit close to home because you had the government coming in here, you know, the, you know, and pushing people around and quarantining you. And I'm like, man, this is uh, kind of hitting close to home here with everything that's gone on in the last few years. With governments, you know, the government trying to say, hey, we're going to do all that, you know. Yeah, so it was political, just like sure. you said, government overreach. And and this was government overreach to the max over there. I mean, they were just, you know, it, it, I thought it was funny, though, because they were like quarantine people. But they weren't really quarantined. They were among everybody else. And, yeah, you yeah. know, they just kind of had them wrapped in something. I'm like, that's not real. That's not a real <laughs> quarantine. It's kind of well, funny. The daughter even makes a comment. She's like, or does the doctor or the grandfather, when they're walking in there with the quarantine, like, that doctor doesn't even have a mask on. You know, like, makes that comment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. yeah, like, that doctor doesn't have a mask. And, and if I got the story right, there never really was a virus. They were just using that to control the people. Did you right, get that right, toward yeah, the end of the yeah, movie, yeah, right? Yeah, and, I, yeah. and he goes, hey, wait a minute. What do you mean it's not real? And the doctor's like, uh-oh, we need to you know, bust his brain open anyway. Yeah, after they do the you shock know? therapy to Gong They're going to do the yeah, shock therapy. Like, yeah, yeah. There's no virus? Because that's what they're talking about. Yeah, the about. doctor's yeah, yeah. basically saying that they were just using that virus to control the people to keep them off the street. Whether it was to keep them safe or not, well, that's a debate for another day. But um, I thought it was funny. But like I said, <clears throat> I thought it was good, but... I kind of this one kind of got ruined for me because I saw Train to Busan. Have y'all ever seen Train to Busan? Oh my gosh, yes! No, and I we can not. definitely cover that movie in the future. Yeah, Holy yeah, and th- that one I saw that one, and it was still fresh in my mind. Then I saw this one, and that one kind of I know it's not fair, but it, it, I'm like, oh, wait a minute, that I I enjoyed that one quite a bit more than I enjoyed, even though this one was fun. Uh, I had good acting. I thought it had good acting in it too. Um, two the South Koreans tend to. Be overly dramatic. I noticed there's a, you know, even in that other, in, in Train to Busan, it's just, there, you know, there's always a hero and they like to kill off the heroes is what they like to do a lot. Oh, in, always. In the South Korean o- movies almost that I've always. seen. Yeah. Yeah. Almost yeah. always. They like to kill off a main character hero that you think's going to make it. You know, like this one, I would have never thought they were going to kill off the, that, little, that little girl. Never thought. Yeah, you know? no, you totally don't see yeah. that coming. You're like, yes. the, you don't see yeah. all this crap, and they're going to save her, and all of a sudden she's dead, and you're like, oh, yeah, we're not in America anymore. Like, this is not how it works. <laughs> yeah, overseas. yeah, I mean, yeah. they kill her off, and then the, the little kid that she rescues, well, he makes it, but she doesn't. And I'm like, man, this is, man, they, the North Korea knows how to, I'm in North. Yeah, North Korea, too. They really know how to pull on those, on those hard strings. <laughs> yeah. uh, South Korea, they really know how to, you know, kind of, you know, they try to. And I, man, it was it was kind of sad toward the end there. I mean, it was sad. It was very sad at the end how how that turned out. But um, all in all, this is a pretty good movie, and I'd never seen it before. This was the first time I seen it, and um, it's definitely one that I, I guess this will be a criticism. It was two hours long, but I think they could have gone a little shorter and still got a good story across and got a good movie across. I found myself kind of. Um, Kind of, I wouldn't say lulled, but it was, but it was kind of like there was periods of, of conversations among among the family that I well, did it, do I really need to know that? Yes or no? Um, it really depends on your taste of movies on that one. So all in all, I thought it was an enjoyable movie. Now, if somebody asked me, hey, what's some good South Korean movies to watch? Uh, horror movies or monster movies? I would definitely recommend that that one. 
Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And how many yeah, times do you have people come up and say, hey, uh, you got any good South Korean <laughs> movies yeah. to watch? Yeah. <laughs> hey, now, there is another movie, but I don't know if it's Korean or not. Uh, correct me. It might be Japanese. Uh, the, the, the one about the forest that they redid in America. Was that Japanese? The, the Suicide Forest? Oh, that was a Japanese film. Yeah. That yes. was Japanese. The forest, okay. yeah. Which you know? yeah, that is, holy cow, is a phenomenal movie. But yeah. if you want to dive into, kind of off topic here, and I'll talk about the host, into the whole myth behind the suicide forests in Japan versus by Ryo Kitamura is what you need to watch because right. it takes place in the suicide yeah. forest. But yeah. it like it that's a wild one, man. Like if we were to ever do a non monster yeah. film, we would be reviewing versus because that movie is I think that one material. So uh, Yeah, so and, and, and don't and, you know, I guess the Asian films, they all kind of they, they have that very sullen feel to them. A yeah. very sullen yeah. even even train of Asan it was action packed, but it was very sullen. You know, it had some very sullen moments, and that's what the uh, the South Korean movies. That's that's what I would best describe them. They have um, I mean, they have a feeling of of dread that you just can't shake throughout the movie. Even though this was a fun monster movie, there was still some feeling of dread for me and throughout the movie. Um, not because the monster was going to kill. It's just I don't know. The it was just very tragic. It, it was had a very tragic feel to me. Yeah, absolutely, and I mean, I think this movie's phenomenal. Uh, to me, I, I I definitely rated. It, I mean, you guys rated it pretty good, but I rated it a little bit higher because I've seen this one a few times, and um, I probably I've, I've probably seen this one maybe six or seven times, and it's never gotten old. Like I, I am fully entertained beginning to end um, by this movie. I do. I would probably have to disagree with you, Ruben, just a little bit about some of the yeah. the, the deposition with the family, like the stories. Because when, for me, that just helped me relate to those characters a little more on how they act, why they act the way they do. Because, I mean, you go through – I related to the scene when, when they first believe Hyun So is, is dead and they go into that memorial thing for the people that's been killed by this creature. Yeah. Get attacked. And then you yeah. see them just fall out on the floor, the whole family, just bawling and crying. And, and they're all saying these different things. You know, uh, like Gong Du is saying, he's like, oh, your uncle's here to see you. Your auntie's here to see you. But then the grandfather's saying something totally different. To me, getting those depositions with them earlier on and yeah. things really helped kind of mm -hmm. like not make that scene so like what the crap is going on. You know what I mean? Um, so I, mean, I did like that. Um, I love the characters. I love everything about this movie. I love the, the creature design. Super, super awesome. Um, yeah. I'm with you. Like when you first see it, the CG kind of can be a little slightly jarring at first, but right. it seems like after that m initial scene, it, it go, that goes away somehow. I don't know if it's because you get so sucked into the movie that I think that's it. Yeah, that yeah. you just you don't care at that point. Uh, but there are some right. shots, man, where like you see it running in between the pillars and the subway areas. That's like the lighting and everything just hit right. I'm like, this looks great right here. Um, the special effects was great. The story was great. Um, I, it cracks me up. It all, it never fails any South Korean film that you watch or even some Japanese, any Asian film for the most part that you watch where you've got an American actor. It's like they are definitely the worst actors in the film. Like, I don't yeah. know what it is. <laughs> and, and no offense to that one scientist dude. He comes walking in and looking at, at, at Gondu and he's got, you know, the, the hazmat suit on. And like one eye's looking right at you, and then the other yeah, one's like so slightly sorry. turned in. I'm like, dude, I can't stop looking at that eye. Like, I want to see what's he going remi on. He reminds me of that actor from, I think it was in Silence of the Lambs. He's done some other movies. There was an actor in Silence of the Lambs, so I know this is this is not the guy. And and he was kind of he had that same that that same look on his. You know, one eye was kind of looking, a lazy eye was looking out the other way. Yeah, yeah, so I like a lazy eye. But, I mean, this dude's yeah. eye was definitely not a lazy eye. It was a rebellious eye. It's like, <laughs> it was a rebellious like, Yeah, exactly. Oh, man. I ain't doing nothing. <laughs> yeah, this is where I'm looking. Um, but, it, you know, it cracks me up. because Now, the actor who plays the 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 scientist wherever in the beginning is an American actor who does look familiar, and I've seen him before. He's actually pretty good. Um, but, I mean, overall, I mean, the cast is fantastic. The soundtrack is just – it fits so well that if you're not paying attention – you almost don't even realize you're, that it's ha the soundtrack's happening. I feel like they composed this yeah. movie flawlessly because it just it feeds the scenes so good that it helps you get stuck in the scene and you're not going, oh, that soundtrack's a little offbeat. Um, Scott Wilson, yeah. yes. Scott Wilson, yes. Mark pulled it up. Scott Wilson's who is the scientist at the beginning. Um, so I mean, I loved it. I love the direction. I mean, I'm a big fan of Bong. Uh, 
as a director, I mean, I loved Oakjaw. I love Parasite, a lot of the stuff that he's done. Um, now, of course, I mean, obviously I know that I've watched a lot more South Korean films than you guys have, but he's phenomenal. And 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 again, Song Kang-ho, the guy who plays Gong-do, like, he's so good in the Vengeance trilogy. He's so, so good in Thirst. Very good in Parasite. But I just love him as Gong-do in this. Like, his innocence, but his love for his kid to rescue his kid. He yeah. goes through so much crap. I mean, they, like, j- inject that massive needle through his neck to pull out samples. They're, you know, doing, you know, electroshop therapy on this guy. He goes through so much crap, and he doesn't give up. You know what I mean? And it's been days that his daughter's been down yeah. there, you know? And um, I love his character. His character, I think even if everyone else's characters sucked and even the acting wasn't any good, his character alone and his portrayal in that role will get me through that film every single time. I absolutely now, I will, say, I will say one thing that... I did like, like, you know, throughout the movie, you, you like you said, he's childlike, kind of innocent, not quite there, you know. And then when his dad explains why he's like that. Yeah. Um, when they're, you're, yeah, and that, I'm like, well, that made, that made a lot, that did belong in the movie. You know, he says, well, you know, I wasn't a good dad. You know, uh, he was by himself all the time. He had, you know, and I'm like, oh, okay. And, you know, that makes a lot more sense. Of course, the, the two siblings fall asleep and don't even hear it, you know. Yeah, right. Yeah, they. You know. But uh, I did find that interesting. How, yeah, they're all mourning, and then they start pointing the finger at him, like, "Oh, it's your fault that he's dead." You know, uh, when when you're talking about that scene where they're throwing themselves on the floor. Yeah, yeah. Of course, and and I always thought that was funny because the grandpa never did. The grandpa never said it was his fault. Never, you know. It was always the 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 brother and the sister, his brother and sister, that were doing that. And it all made sense when the dad explained why he is why you know, the way he is how he is, and it made it all make you know the puzzle kind of fit together. So I, I thought right. that was that part of the movie. You're right. I mean, some part. I mean, I just I just thought two hours was a little long, but that that was definitely a good part of the movie that that I did enjoy because it, it kind of brought everything together. Yeah, yeah, super, super good. So I mean, I, I love this movie, man. Like the 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 cool political undertones and and the 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 basis on the true happenings, the whole story. I love it. I mean, I think it's a fantastic, fantastic movie. And uh, so that me, I think it's time, man. It's time for the stomp down rating time. All right, so this one collectively as a whole got three stomps out of five from us. Uh, Mark and Ruben, you guys both gave it a solid three. I gave it a four. Um, I know I have a little bit more of a flair for the flavor of South Korean films. Um, But, I mean, overall, man, great movie. (coughs) Definitely worth a watch. I mean, anything that we rate a three or higher is a must-see. Yes, yes. At some point. This is is definitely a must-see. Yeah, I mean, it's so, so good. I, I've never saw, of course, I don't watch movies in, in, in dub, movies dubbed, so I don't know how well the dubbing is on this this film because I know there's a dubbed version of it. Um, but, I mean, even subtitled. Like, you, it's, it's you know, I, I couldn't find a, I couldn't find a dubbed version, and I watched it on, Pe- on, on Peacock. Yeah, on Peacock. Well, I've got, I've got it on DVD, um, and I was telling Mark beforehand, I was like, I almost forgot I had it on DVD because I've had it on the Plex for so long. Yeah. Um, but my DVD has... The original South Korean dialogue with subtitles, and it has an English dub track. Wow! Uh, for it, wow. So I need to probably get that on the Plex, so you know y'all can see it in the dub version. Oh yeah, now you um, now you talk about it. My now bad, you do it. my bad. So <clears throat> um, halfway through the movie, but yeah, so solid three all the way, man. Y'all have got to check this one out. Uh, I mean, at least would you guys agree? I mean, with a, at least a one-time watch. Oh yes, definitely. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So I mean, yep. yeah, totally worth it. Go check it out. I think it's gonna be super, super cool and. uh well, there you have it from us, man. South Korean film, the host. Yo, it won thirteen awards or was nominated. No, I think it won thirteen different awards. Did I, I tell you Asian I best picture? Yeah, yeah. Of the a- Asian awards. Yeah, yeah. I mean, did good. Yeah, did so, really I mean, good. It's it is definitely worth checking, and uh, we highly recommend it here from the Moscow Stomp Down. And man, I feel like it's been forever since we've gotten here, and I kind of miss it. But you know what? It's time to test your might. Test your might. Test your might. Test your might. Test your might.
mind. All right, so it is time to come back to test your mind. And we've kind of been off and on. You know, we had Charlie's birthday. We got the 100th episode. And uh, things are getting a little tight in here. And you go okay, in the room. Come, now let's just be truthful on all that. You know, you were getting a little uptight questioning Charlie's ability yes. to come up with the questions. <laughs> I and I think what's happened, there's been a little bit of tension, a little bit of friction, and that's why we've backed off and we've used the excuse, well, it's Charlie's birthday or it's this or it's that. Not true. Oh, not yeah, true. I think that's where that comes no, in. No, I love Charlie. Because me and Ruben, and we were firmly behind Charlie. And we knew yes. Charlie was lies. You yeah. guys were yeah. questioning yeah. him in the beginning. No. Like back in the we were rewind. <laughs> I do not, yeah. I do not yeah. recall <laughs> questioning him once. Yeah, no. that face looks no. as innocent as can be right there. Yeah, look at that. <laughs> yeah. I believe every bit of that one. Yeah. So well we're back well, we're back recall. at it. All right. So yeah. it is it's time to see who gets to pick what movie the losers get to watch this time. Oh, God. Um so here we go. We ready for question number one. <laughs> yes. Let me How get my many notes films? Out. Are you ready? Wait, I'm yeah, moving here. I'm ready. Okay, yeah. sweet. How many yeah, films no, has it. Bong Joon Ho directed? A thirteen, B seventeen, or C fifteen? I don't have a clue. All right, I may have given you guys this one. Sing, uh, Song mm-hmm. Kang Ho, the guy plays Gondu, starred in another Korean film called Thirst. How many machetes did Charlie rate it on Give Me Back My Horror Movies last year? A, zero, B, two, or C, nothing? Too easy. I'm trying to remember. If you listen to the shows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah, he's testing us now. It ain't got to do with this movie. He's uh-huh. testing us. So I hope I don't fail this one. But, well, the first uh, two questions didn't have anything to do with the, with the movie. Right? It got close. No, no, hey, no, wait. Oh, no, 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 look, look at him, Charlie. Look at him. He's questioning hey. you now. Oh, He's I'm questioning, questioning you. Bart, you right, right, right into no. you. <laughs> that wasn't oh, yeah. a question. Yeah. That, that was a, He's questioning you. That questioning was a statement. You. The first two uh, questions yeah, yeah. Okay. did not okay. have to do with the host. There we go. They didn't? There we go. Okay. okay. True or false? The host. Oh, my gosh. Are we going back to this? We're going to circle around this universe <laughs> forever. True or false? The True. host creature <laughs> makes a brief appearance in Cloverfield Paradox. True or false? <laughs> That's the third one, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna be 100 percent honest. I have not watched the third one. Okay. We got our answers. This may go. Yep. This may go south quick. Charlie is really enjoying this. Whoever whoever guessed the best is where we're gonna go here. Um, all right. So the host trivia answers. How many films has Bong Joon Ho directed? Correct answer is B. Seventeen. Yes. Uh, I missed that. Did you get that one, Ruben? Uh, yeah, I guessed. So, oh, yeah. my gosh. Those South no. Koreans make so many dang movies. I just picked the highest number. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good guess there. Um, number two, Song Kang Ho, gone doing this film in The Host, starred in another Korean film called Thirst. How many machetes did Charlie rate it on Give Me Back My Harmonies last year? Correct answer is C, nothing. Oh, I got yeah. that wrong. I thought he gave it two because I know he did That's not like I put, that. I, I put yeah, two I also. Like it. it was a, a zero, a two, and a nothing. nothing. Oh. Wouldn't nothing and zero be the same? Well, see, that's that's why I went with B with the two because. Well, wait a minute. Is it nothing and zero the same answer? Yeah, that's what we're looking that's at. What, yeah. Again, Charlie, they're questioning you. They're questioning <laughs> well, you. Just, it I was the wordage were questioning. Wait a minute. Wait, let me maybe get something straight. I'm not questioning him because I put that. <laughs> so I'm fine with what you got, Charlie. Negative three, whatever you want, brother. <laughs> All right. Number three. True or false? The host creature makes a brief appearance in the Cloverfield par- Paradox. Correct answer is false. I got yeah, I got I one right. I got two. I got false. I got all three. You right. got all three? Uh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Moly, moly, moly. Yeah. All right. Moly, moly, moly. The yeah. winner here, Ruben, what are Hold on, we- I mean, hold on. I'm texting Charlie to thank. A big thanks. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. See, that I believe 100%. All right, Mole, master of Texas, what are we watching for the next 
uh, round of Test Your Might. You're watching Jaws 3D. We're oh, man. God. God. How could you? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, Mark, I think, I'm pretty sure I still got the VHS tape going around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> 3D glasses. And I think we should be ready to roll, actually. <laughs> I, I, you don't have to watch it in 3D, but it would work if you watched it in 3D. I got so, some old Three Stooges VHSs, and they came with, no, no, they're DVDs, and they came with 3D glasses if you all need to borrow Oh, them. man. First time I ever watched Jaws 3D. Uh, we watched the th- 3D version <laughs> yeah. with on yeah. VHS and with the oh, 3D glasses. Right? Yeah, oh, we yeah. had, dude. Oh, wow. Um, so, oh, man. I mean, no, That's we haven't watched yet. No, this yeah, is like, yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, we didn't. We, is, I can't gosh. believe we got to do this. I know, man. And these get worse <laughs> as they go on, don't they, Mark? Oh, they like do. The Jaws films, they do. I think. Well, and so. you know, and the thing is, you know, this quiz was mostly get. And the only one I knew was us, uh, uh, the second one, uh, number two, C. The zero or whatever it is it was. And, zero or uh, nothing. Zero or nothing. I guessed, yeah, zero or nothing. I guessed on that one, and then I didn't think they would have thrown in a South Korean monster in in Pacific Rim. That, okay. that was my only logical thinking. I'm like, well, Cloverfield. South Korean, yeah, 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 yeah Cloverfield, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I even had something, I'm like, could they have, you know, did it pop up on a computer screen like yeah. the ones in Pacific Rim Uprising? I didn't know, but I I guessed at that one because I had no idea because I haven't watched that third yeah. one yet. So, all right. So me and Mark did not defeat the Master of Texas, Lorax. That's why are, they call him oh, the Master. Wait, now wait a That's minute. Why they call now, him? I have a new title. I, I have a new title. uh Oh. It's the, now Grandmaster, not because oh, I yeah. played chess. Oh, oh that's is true. Right. This is that's true. right. Yeah. So that's right. here we go. The Grandmaster yeah. of Texas has a special right. announcement. <laughs> Lay it on us, there their go, Grandmaster. Okay, so RJ has decided in true Catholic fashion to make me a grandpa. <laughs> took yeah, took, took <laughs> that no time. So for those who don't <laughs> understand no the Catholic fashion, uh, Ruben's he's been married how long? I've been married 30 no, no, years. No, 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 not you. I'm talking oh, about RJ. RJ, yeah, yeah. I've been married 30. RJ's been married uh, since December 3rd. Yeah, so, <laughs> he got married on December third, yeah. and, and it's what Already. like it's so a little over three months. Yeah, and yeah. Um, basically, if you do the math, uh, it's a honeymoon baby. Oh, yeah. So, definitely. so that's what he meant by in so. truth, Catholic fashion, because they don't waste any time, man. <laughs> yeah. They are ready to go. So, man, that's awesome. Congratulations! Yeah. It is official. Yes, we have changed the name. He is now the Grandmaster Grand of Texas. Yeah. <laughs> He's going right. to be the one and only Ruben. So <laughs> that's oh, right. Man. So, all right, and so <laughs> for the Grandmaster, we will be making sure to watch Jaws 3D, which has Luke Gossett Jr. in that oh, yes. movie. Yes, yes. Um, that, that, that's a high point. That's the high point. There's a high oh, yeah. point of the movie. You got yeah. Luke Gossett in it. I, I yeah. mean, I feel a little. Did you see the look in his face when he and you're watching Jaws 3D. Yeah, I saw yeah. the look. Yeah, I saw the yeah. look. It yeah. wasn't like, oh, oh, yeah, what do I do? What do I do? You're watching Jaws 3D. Because he knew, he, you know, he's, I think he's, he's got his mindset that we're just going to be tortured by this. Oh, yeah. Thing. Oh, yeah. That's Cannot right. wait for the next well, episode. That's for sure. Hey, you know, all I know is you, try, you tried to get us on a movie that I thoroughly enjoyed. The last penalty. <laughs> well, so we might do. the last penalty. Yeah, we'll find, I, ended we'll up, I ended up thoroughly uh, enjoying it. So this, uh, yeah, that one will be interesting. I can't wait to talk about uh, how torturous Jaws 3D is. Uh, maybe yeah. a surprise to the listeners. So, all right, there we go. We are wrapping up our hundred first episode. And well, one more thing, the, the the McFarlane incident. I was waiting for that to be one of the questions on there. That's what that incident in two thousand when they dumped the formaldehyde in the river. Oh yes, the, the McFarland okay, gotcha. incident. Gotcha. Yeah, the McFarland gotcha. incident. That's the one I thought. I thought for sure that one was going to pop up on the quiz, and it didn't. But nope, he had to take us back to the Cloverfield universe. Oh, yeah. You know, so I'm, I'm not. Com- I'm not complaining. I even lost. I'm not complaining, Charlie. I just want to let oh, you know. Cloverfield slash Pacific Rim universe. They're yeah. all in the same yeah. universe. I'm just going to keep my eye out for further questions <laughs> when it comes to those two movies, universes in the future. So, all right, man. So that's a hundred first episode of the host. Definitely go check it out. Next episode this month, we told you guys we are fixing to go into TV, and we are. And it's a double host month this month, and so we are actually doing an episode of the X Files. I think it was episode three, maybe four. Uh, Can't remember which season. one it is. Yeah. And the episode is actually called The Host. Oh. So we will be breaking into TV with X Files next episode. Oh, and it's a good and, one. Uh, it's a good one. Oh yeah, Mark, you're a big fan of the series. It's anyways. a good one. Oh you know, yeah, uh, love it. 
because I think it, w- it wasn't even me that you started watching X Files yeah. and got yeah. me into X Files. Yeah. Um, and then was it you that branched off and found Millennium with Lance Henderson or was the, yeah. that one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I mean Chris Carter, f- fantastic show director and writer. So super stoked to start our TV. Uh, I think X Files is pretty appropriate to start with, especially the host episode. So we're pretty stoked about it. And the next month we do have um, you know the new gamer anime coming out so we realized and Kurt kind of brought it up in the last episode we haven't hit the Showa Gamera series so we're going to start going through the ga- the Gamera films from the Showa era starting in 1965 um, one, one a month so next month we will be doing uh, Gamera the original one for my birthday episode and then uh, for Ruben in celebration of Kong's birthday which technically happened March Ruben is it second or third I can never remember for Kong uh, March? I believe it's the third third the third I, third you so know what I don't know the third. Te- te- the third. March 2nd or March 3rd uh, of 1933 is technically when Kong first hit theaters, but it was just like a premiere right. date. Then it actually went into the theatrical run in April. So we tried to decide, we decided, you know what, right. we're going to do a Kong retrospective for April to celebrate his 90th birthday this year. Big 9-0. He is getting old. So yeah. um, that's what we got coming up for you guys. We've got the host on the X-Files the next episode. And then next month, we're going to go way back in time to see the first Gamera movie and then do a special Kong retrospective episode. I'm pretty stoked about that. You guys got anything else you want to add before we close it out? No. Everything's good. You, you've you not stopped talking, so you, you've you got it, man. You've covered about everything. Well, are you complaining? No, I'm not. Look, Charlie, I'm not complaining, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you interested with the Charlie there for the complaining. but uh... All right, Grandmaster, you got anything else left you want to say before we close it out? No. Nope, I'm ready. I'm, I'm actually was looking up, make sure I had the date right. It was six days ago his birthday. So when to see what was six day? What is today? The eighth. So it's the second. Today, so second, second March second, March second yeah, birthday. Second. So mm-hmm. I knew it was right around yep. there. But all right, man. Yeah. Well, thank you all so so much. And remember, you can be part of the Monster Movie Stomp Down by uh, submitting to us your ver- your hard copy. So if you've got a cool hard copy version of a monster movie in your collection that you'd like, you're proud of, and want to show off. Get a hold of us, man, and we'll tell you how to send it to us, and we will start putting your hot copy once a month on the show so everyone can check out what you got. So, all right. Thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure to go check us out on the socials. Again, join us on Facebook. Join us on Instagram uh, because three times a week we hit you guys up with um, the underdogs on Mondays where we talk about more unheard of monster films that get missed that are really worth watching. Wednesdays, uh, our Grandmaster from Texas, of course, nails out the awesome music with the Monster Mash Wednesdays, and this past one was really, really good. I haven't watched Prince of Darkness in years and forgot how good of a soundtrack oh, man. That, that movie that, is. That's yeah. a- yeah, so, yeah, I, so I saw that, and I just wanted to watch the movie as soon as I oh saw it. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's been so long. I might have mm-hmm. to go back and watch that one. Uh, and then, of course, Fridays, we have had taken a little bit of a hiatus. Just some things I got going on. We do Friday Night Fights, where originally we pit two crazy monsters or similar monsters against each other, and you all got to decide who won. But what we're fixing to do is something slightly different, and you're going to be start seeing two movies, and you decide – which movie would ah. win in the wrestling ring uh, for the better fans? So. Wait a minute. I didn't get a memo from Stompy that we're doing this. What's going on? Uh, that's news to yeah, me, too. Stompy, news you know. Well, I haven't even yeah, told Stompy yeah. because uh, he likes to uh, throw wrenches in the plan. So I'd kinda, I guess I kind of just threw that one out there. But, yeah, that's what we're doing. But, uh, but my bad. His, yeah. e- the, his emails say CEO of Monster Movie Stompdown. That's, that's, so if he's a he, CEO, he's a little liar. That's what he is. So, and don't miss <laughs> out. I know that there's been those guys have kind of been absent uh, with some technical difficulties and things that got going on. But their next episode is coming out this month. They are doing Harry and the Hendersons, which we promised. I promised um, Frank that they could do because apparently my movies were too scary for Frank. Um, so check them out. They will be back this month with Harry and the Hendersons. And uh, go check out all the other shows on the network, man. Our brothers across the Give Me Back My Podcast Network, we love them so much. Their shows are so amazing. Give Me Back My Action Movies. Give Me Back My Horror Movies. Good Beer, Bad Movie Night. Give Me Back My Pro Wrestling. And if you all missed the month of Pete, which is the month of February, and the movies <laughs> no. he did, oh. man, oh you uh, you watched them just up and listen to them, Ruben, right? Did yeah. You check out? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yep. You missed out on some great, great material on those episodes. So go some, check them all some, out. Some, Make sure and follow everybody. Yeah. Was that Ruben? Some tor- and some torture. Some tor- there was torture involved in that. Oh, definitely. Me and Pete even discussed. Like we were. He was like, "What about 
a couple of these movies, he's like, what about this movie or this movie? Like, Gozu even got brought up in conversation. I was like, we're probably better off just doing this. You know, or you guys would be doing this. <laughs> yeah, he was torturing, you know, poor Nate and Charlie. Of course, I was just like, dude, I'll jump. I love these movies that he picked. Like, I love every movie he picked. And I'm like, this is so good. Charlie and Nate, not so much. They hated him. Uh, that's but, that's yeah. what makes well, it so I can, I can. hard to pick a bad movie, to free penalty movie. Because you love all the for penalty Charlie. movies. Yeah. I but, can feel yeah. for Charlie yeah. uh, on on. What Pete picks, because I've had to live through one of his. So. <laughs> well, hey, I mean, you loved uh, Ship of Monsters. Yeah, you know, well, so. I was just all over that. Yeah, that that's your yeah. that's one of your favorites. So, but all right, guys. Yeah. Well, yeah, go check out all the shows and uh, stay tuned for more episodes. Join us on Facebook and Instagram for not only just you know, I mean, we give you three things a week of extra content, but we're on there talking to you guys all the time. We're sharing news. We're talking about things that we pick up in our collections. You know, that we just announced or showed. Where uh, for the first time ever for the U.S. and the Western audience, we now have access to the old Godzilla Island show from the 90s. Uh, there were short episodes, 250 of them, that they did with the, the old Bandai figures. Uh, yeah, Toho has released it onto their YouTube channel with English subtitles. You know, so we you know we talk about things like that all the time, and we just talk about other movies and things we pick up. So don't just join for the extra content. Join to become part of the community. Come become part of the family because yeah. um, that's really what we all are. Um, so, all right, man. Thank you all for listening. This is Sludge. Got Lorax. Hey, it's me. And the Grandmaster in Texas. Ruben. Y'all have a good night. Good night.